Nerd Soul. Yeah, lay ill kid at one. Y'all still holding it down, bringing that street geek and nerd soul. What is up, my people? Today, all oh, yeah, another wonderful episode of specials, man. We chilling. We got the on-screen movie reviews, got the thing going on because we are celebrating the 25th anniversary of Wesley Snipes' Blade. You know what I'm saying? And I know people will be like. Oh, it's Marvel's Blade. Yes, yes, yes. It is a Marvel movie to a certain degree. But Wesley Snipes made this thing come together. And what we're doing is basically just taking it back a little bit. Remembering our first time enjoying this film. I got some awesome folks to come on. You know, got Jason Reeves, Dan Drew. We got, you know, Coop from Blurdish. We got a whole bunch of cool people, you know, and Stephen Harris, you know, a whole bunch of awesome cast to come through and just talk about their their first time enjoying this film and just going down memory lane. And I'm going to go on and set it off with a couple of thoughts of my own. Uh, the first time I saw Blade was at a if you're in the richmond virginia area shout out to rva if you're if you remember the drive-in theater that was out south side plaza um i saw the double feature with blade and lethal weapon 4 i believe yeah it was blade and lethal weapon 4 and i went into it not knowing who blade was because I didn't, a lot, a lot of people saw the, um, what is it, the Blade episode of uh, Spider-Man and also knew him from the comics, but I did not know him from the comics and I didn't see the episode with Blade and Spider-Man until after this movie. So um, all I knew when we were getting ready to go see the film, you know, we were coming together and I think my, my friend's mom was asking me if I wanted to go and I was like, oh, well, what's playing? They were like, Lethal Weapon 4 and I was like, okay, Lethal Weapon's pretty good and they were like, this movie called Blade and I was like, what's Blade? And they were like, it's a Wesley Snipes film and once they said Wesley Snipes, I was like, word because look, I came up in the 80s and 90s, Wesley was my dude, you know what I'm saying? Drop Zone, Passenger 57, you know what I'm saying? Always bet on black, baby, you know what I'm saying? So that's what I did, I bet on black and I came out the winner that night. Look, I was like, Wesley Snipes? Yeah, we say less, B, say less. Because, look, I'm telling you, I know we ain't got really a, you know, we ain't got the, the same butt kickery that we do now. But back in the 90s, you know what I'm saying? Wesley Snipes was holding it down, you know what I'm saying? Wesley Snipes, he was beating up people left and right. You know, so homie had, homie had the martial arts skills on him. You know, they couldn't nobody talk, couldn't nobody talk to him, couldn't nobody stop him. Shouts out to Money Train, too. But anyway... I go to the I go to the drive-in. We're chilling. Still don't know anything about Blade, and the movie comes on. And oh, oh, sorry, they did say it was vampire stuff. And I've always been, you know, a fan of like supernatural action, supernatural horror stuff like that. So they said vampires. They said Wesley Snipes. I was like, cool. We go in there, and honestly, I could have done without any of the lethal weapon part of this double feature i was completely fine with it i was like yo look <laughs> this opening scene my dude like i just remember being so impressed and so blown away about what in what in the world i was seeing on the screen because 
not only was it action, but it was done in such a way where it was visceral. From like the blood dropping on the, you know, from the blood drops that we got, you know, all over the floor while the guy's trying to crawl away, you know, and then, I mean, even the setup. Shouts to Tracy Lords. Like, she was like a big sex symbol back in the day. But anyway, like, you you got the guy kind of crawling almost at the within an inch of his life. There's blood dropping all over the place. The, the vampires seem to be like taking, you know, I don't know, joy in just kicking him around and stuff like that. He's, he's a plaything to them. It was truly scary in the way they ran it off and, and ran it down and then to see the um the reaction of their kind of happiness and their glee while they're you know like kicking him on the floor and then to seeing blade where everybody's like oh, oh hold up hold up hold up oh so and that's how you introduce a character man like the introduction you introduce the threat you introduce the hero it was just done in such an awesome way man wesley snipes killed that role and i mean don't get me wrong blade 2 is fire too but that that opening it was so gritty you know this dirty like old meat packing you know factory or something like that it's dirty it's crusty it's people like all around sweating and stuff and then the the dude getting bit and you know i mean well not bit but like beat up and like punched and kicked all over the ground like they definitely like to play with their food but it was so vivid and so just terrifying to see someone imagining you being in that situation and then to see blade show up and all of their i guess you could say countenance change like all of them like immediately was like oh snap hold up hold up hold up we got a real threat so that opening just killed it for me man and the movie did not let up after that uh like my boy sp uh the soul prophet dope producer he said all gas no brakes and that's what i want from a movie and this movie had gas man from that moment on they did not stop. And from an action fan, from someone who loves supernatural action, loves action, loves comics, like this movie brings them all together in such an awesome way. It was almost like the the script just said, kick butt. And look, I'm, this is a family show, so you know what I'm saying. But it's, it's like the script just said, Blade kicks butt for an hour and change. And that's it. Because once that scene goes... It is flames. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Keith Cooper of Blurdish. I was asked by Mike to give my thoughts on the anniversary of Blade. Uh, a very unique movie. One of Wesley Snipes' best. High action, great action. A little bit of uh, humor with some great lines. You know, the ice skating uh, line. Can't, can't go wrong with it. Uh, Wesley Snipes never made black leather look better. Uh, Blade 2 is even better. <laughs> it's great. Blade 1 and 2. Uh, Blade 3, not so much, but still beats a lot of movies to this day. Um, it wasn't really marketed as a superhero movie. It was more of a horror film slash uh, Hong Kong actioneer. So, you know, 
it wasn't the start of the MC of the proper MCU. I know there's a lot of people who love to say that. I get it. It's cool. But what it is, though, is fantastic. And, you know, it was produced by New Line Cinema when Marvel was selling off his properties and doing bad. And this helped everybody. So I see why Marvel wanted to buy those rights back because who wouldn't want Blade in a lineup? Hell, he can be really used right about now. Who wouldn't want a black vampire kicking uh, Dampier, Daywalker, who uses martial arts and slices people in the head? Honestly, you can't do much better. Um, so, and Blade is just one of a kind. Uh, hopefully they can make one for the new generation. Uh, things are a little murky right now, the production, but all in all yo if you haven't seen blade if you listen to this i'm pretty sure if you listen to mike you probably have but just in the far chance off chance you haven't go watch all three blades uh it beats most summer movies in the past i don't know how many years you can't go wrong with it especially the classic of blade 2 i mean you talking about running fades giving them out handing them out serving them like free water that's what wesley snipes was doing so that's just my quick thoughts on Blade. Enjoy. On my first view in the Blade, I mean, from frame one, I knew the movie was going to be legendary. Um, the bloody Daywalker scene in the club, but one of my favorite scenes and one of the blackest scenes uh, ever in cinema, this is when I knew this movie would be a classic, is when Blade goes to the hospital to recapture Quinn, and Quinn is wreaking havoc. And Blade goes to cancel his ticket for good. And then the police shoot at Blade. But, you know, Blade is already prepared because he know what it is as a black man. So he got the vest on and the vest takes all the slugs. But Blade looks at the cops and says, Emma Effa, is you crazy? And I knew I was like, this classic, this is a classic right here. This is the greatest movie of all time. Blade to this day is still Jason Reeves top five. You feel me? Um, Y'all should go watch it today. Happy birthday, Blade. 25th anniversary. Let's go. Well, considering it came out in 1998 and I was eight, uh, I definitely did not see it in theaters. Um... I am not entirely sure when I first saw it, but I'm relatively sure it was on TV at some point. Like late at night or something, maybe like TNT or something, I don't know. I mean, I remember loving it. <laughs> um, and again, I, I'm not quite sure, since I'm not sure when, I'm not sure um, what context uh, Marvel anything was in my head at that point because, you know, I have no idea when this was. But I remember it being, you know, dark and bloody and, you know, violent. And, I mean, I think the one thing I probably remembered the most was the swords, because I love katanas and, uh, you know, samurai and stuff like that. So my brain probably would just, like, you know, I went to, you know, the video store, saw the cover of the movie or something, and... Maybe that was, you know, when it came, by the time it came out on VHS, you know, I saw the cover, I was like, oh, two, like, the sword and everything, it was cool. 
and then I saw it on the TV randomly some at some time at night, and I was like, oh, this is cool, and I probably wasn't allowed to watch it, but, you know, I, the, my parents didn't really pay attention to really what I watched on TV that much, so it didn't really matter. But yeah, I just remember liking it, and I'm sure I, you know, watched it again properly, you know, when I was older sometime later. It was definitely ahead of its time. How dare I forget this? Um, I want to give a special shout out to Inbush Wright. She played Dr. Karen. And my God. Woo! Look, this is why, you know, you low key an insult to Blade saying, oh, it started the MCU. So, you know what they don't do in the MCU? They don't put Dr. Karen's in the movies anymore. Hardly. Uh, first of all, this is how you know Blade was a grown, grown movie. First of all, it was R-rated. First of all, she was smart, beautiful, dark-skinned, uh, intelligent. She solved the problem of the movie, I guess, of how to kill <coughs> Doc Deacon Frost. So she was intelligent, you know, right there with Blade with all the madness. And uh, she was fine. Look, y'all, if anything else, even if you ain't know nothing about no Blade, you know who the hell Marvel was or what, you know what you saw and you know what you liked. So shout out to her. Keep bringing back the Dr. Karens of the world. <laughs> Put them in movies. Excuse me. Or give us more ambush rights. You know, cast this well. Marvel. I mean, hey, you know, maybe you should get some more R-rated fare and, uh, you know, stop with these, uh, this, that, with this madness, you know slide us some 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 blades some here and there so that's been my time just wanted to give extra love to one of the reasons that made this movie work so well don't forget dr karen i just remember this movie being incredible that wesley snipes brought a swag to the superhero game that just was never there before and he broke his foot off in this world the ass kickery that he performed in this film was amazing and it it touched my soul my cinematic soul he did his job i had no idea what blade was when i went to see it 25 years ago with my cousin he was a big comic book fan um, i was just going along for the ride he told me it was going to be good so um i believed him and it was um i had no idea what to expect the movie blew me away you know, Wesley Snipes did his thing. Um, it was just gritty. It was gross. It was fun. I just had a great time looking at it. And I would have to say that it was probably one of the things that influenced me later on in my writing. Because to be able to see something like that, to see a black character like that, which we hadn't seen before that time. I mean, just doing his thing and, and being everything that he was, was something else. Really enjoyed the movie. And hey, you know, like I said, it had a big, it had a big influence on me. Blade. Phenomenal movie. My first saw it, it blew my mind. Uh, seeing Wesley Snipes in there and being a cool action hero, tearing up stuff, being a badass, and then uh, a black woman by, uh, I won't say, alongside him, uh, just um, was something to behold when I saw it back in 98, uh, 25 years ago. It was awesome. Um, 
I loved it. Uh, the first one I loved. I loved the opening scene of him in the club. I loved the second scene of her in the hospital. It's the shots, the dynamics uh, of it all. Even though it was an indie-like movie, it was just um, so much was taken. So much was taken from it. I think, and uh, for it to be the given, not given the credit it's due for this boom of superhero movies. Uh, every time I see something, someone mentioned. Uh, X-Men or the Mar- uh, MCU um, someone someone, someone in chat has to bring up Blade because otherwise no one else is bringing it up Blade was the movie was Snipes the man and Ibushi Wright was the woman I remember watching Blade and thinking to myself um, at the time that I wanted to read the script because I wanted to see how the action was written on the page I wanted to write something that exciting um, especially the opening scene you know when he's in a club and he throws the um the, the star around the room and, and, and comes back and by the time he comes back all the vampires are dead and I kept thinking I want to write something like that where it's like blood soaked you know it, it was very um, in some ways Ninja Scroll inspired and I kept thinking man I, I just want to I want to write scenes like that yo so the first time seeing Blade was wild because I actually didn't see it I heard the soundtrack and then I seen the movie like later on so I didn't get to see it until it actually came out on video and DVD and stuff, I believe. I lost my daggone mind when I seen Wesley as Blade because it was something so new that I I didn't know how to act. And he wasn't the typical black superhero. He wasn't clowning. He wasn't subservient to anybody. He was strong. He was taking out vampires and everything. And I just lost my mind because I knew about him in the comics, but I didn't really... I didn't really take everything in, so I mean, it is what it is, because uh, I couldn't read and buy everything back then. But when two came out, it was all over again. So two, I seen the movie theater like two or three times, and everything. I was not missing out on that. So stops out the Wesley and Blade, and we love it no matter what. Blade is always what it is. Peace. Another thing that I think made this movie so classic and so memorable it's like this lived in very like very tangible world they did so much without special effects and don't get me wrong this movie has special effects but there was just so much done around this world that made it look lived in and and oily and dusty and like the factory where whistler is Whistler's uh, kind of rapport or rapport with Blade, you know, like even like when when he's giving him the the uh, flashlight and he's like, it's kind of heavy. He's like, but you're so big, like you know, like those kind of those attitudes towards each, you know, between the characters, those interpersonal relationships really help this thing just sink in for me, man. The the Doctor who man and Boucher right beautiful sister but man did she or did she not turn around in this film we get we get this lady who's like what in the world's going on what is happening I got bit blades throwing me across to another building to someone who was like using the light to torture um 
whatever whatever the uh the librarian kind of vampire was i can't remember what her, what her name was or his name i think it was a her but you know who what what her name was and just saying like well you know she moved so it, these kind of things where even him using the doctor as a as bait all of these things come together into a world that seems just so real you know for them you know like so real and they follow their rules and on top of being so like dusty and oily there's no real savior coming for you it's blade and blade isn't even like he said this ain't the march of dimes you know what i'm saying so those those kind of things that come from come from a black man that you know that those sensibilities that attitude even like when the cops shoot at him in the in the hospital when he turns around and asks them if they lost their mind like it's that's that's it's just a very black thing and it, this movie was black it was a it was a very black movie the the uh the guy that snipes goes to or that uh the blaze goes to to get his serum that's a brother they they got the glyphs he's of course blade is a brother and boucher right chocolate sister she's not like the cw type of casting you know if you watch my show you know what i'm talking about it's it's all of these things that just you know these images that flood my mind when i'm watching it for the first time and just impressing me because i mean in 98 when it comes to kind of sci-fi stuff horror stuff you're not really seeing us as heroes you know what I'm saying? And also not seeing this as heroes where when we step into a room, the villains back up and give pause. Like, I mean, look in the movie, man, Deacon Frost has to become the blood blood god before he's able to kind of really go after or, or stand toe-to-toe with Blade. And seeing even Sanaa Lathan as his mom, I mean seeing so many black faces in here and not portrayed in a way where they were stereotyped or pigeonholed as a certain person you know you had these people be actual actual fully realized people in this world um even when blade uses the doctor as a as a uh as bait you know, like all these things where it just works so well, man. The club scene, going behind, seeing, you know, the little kid that, you know, kind of traps him and, and, you know, starts fighting with him, you know, one-on-one to a certain degree. It's so many things that just scream out unique, individual and just iconic with this film, man. I love this film. I really do, man. This this film is too good. Um, one of the best things that Marvel has produced, but also not produced and also pretended like they don't, you know, pretended like they don't have nothing to do with it. But it's even been said, it's been documented that if Blade were not successful as a film, we we would not have gotten the X-Men films. And then, of course, after that, the rest is history. So it is a honor to look back at this movie that is 25 years old, man. And it's an honor to give Wesley his flowers while he's still here, man, to a man that has made a whole bunch of dope movies that I love, like, this is just one for the books, man. A classic film that not many can top 
at all. The, like as far as as far as straight up comic book movies, it's hard to top Blade One and Two. That's where we're gonna leave it. Blade One and Two. Those are the only movies that exist. But those two films, man, so so vivid, so visceral. And frightening in a lot of places where maybe you think that this would be kind of straight up, but there's always these tense moments. Like even when um, what is it? Uh, when the cop when the cop goes to tell Demon Deacon Frost, like, hey, look, you know, Blade followed me, blah blah blah, got in trouble or whatever. And when he bites him, and he's like, dude's just bleeding out, and him and his girlfriend are just like licking his neck and stuff. Like there's tons of crazy scenery in here that's actually frightening too because then they just throw him in the pool and like everybody else is just like you know just enjoying the carnage and it shows you a a vampire world that is very lived in especially when he meets the council and a vampire culture that deacon frost is cultivating where they're like these almost like unchained rabid animals that will eat bleed anyone anywhere at any time because of course they're on the top of the food chain and um, you know so even those type of scenes where he takes them to see the sun sunrise it's just man this movie is awesome man it just is this movie is just awesome going to going to give blade another watch this weekend man enjoy it happy birthday blade man <sighs> I hate to say this, there'll never be another one like you, because I hope there will be, but to be rated R and to do it like you did it, man, I don't think anyone else can. And shouts out to shouts out to the one and only Wesley Snipes, the man, the myth, the legend. So with that said, N-E-R-D, S-O-U-L, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Podcast, all that jazz. Until the next stake drives through the next heart. This is from us telling you, peace.